Thank you for tuning into this week's message from Freedom Church CO in Woodland Park, Colorado. If you want to know more about us, you can visit freedomchurchco.com or follow us on social media at Freedom Church CO. 1 Peter 2.17. This is, this is a command. Honor all people. Mm. <laughs> so I, one, of the, one of the definitions, I, I don't know if you found any, but one of them that I looked up says honor, esteem, due, or paid to worth, high estimation, respect, consideration, reverence, veneration, manifestation of respect or reverence. And honor all people. Sometimes we're like, I'm not going to honor that person. Look at the way they act. Look at the way they live. Look at the way they talk. Look at whatever. This says honor all people. And it doesn't say except for. It's quiet in here. Genesis 1.27. Now remember, this is... This is talking about all people. This isn't just talking about Christians, okay? So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. All, we are all created in God's image, whether we're born again or not, right? I'm trying to make a point here because maybe somebody thinks, well, I can honor somebody as long as they're born again, as long as they're uh, walking in integrity, and and we should do those things. But 1 Peter 2.17 says, honor all people. And man, as I was putting this message together, I'm like, ooh, because we can try to excuse this, and we can try to excuse, I don't know, being nice to somebody, honoring somebody, uh, doing something for someone. You know, God might ask you to reach in your wallet and hand somebody that you know isn't born again, that doesn't live the, the way maybe we think they should, and give them everything in your wallet. Ooh, money, man, it can, it can really get to the heart, right? Honor all people. None of us are better or more valuable in God's eyes than another. Isaiah 29, 13. You know, I, I don't know why I say things like this, but I'm trying to make a point here. I'm not better than any person sitting in these chairs or watching live stream just because I'm on this stage, okay? I'm, I, God didn't put me up there because up here because I got this figured out and, and I do everything perfectly. My wife can assure you that I do not. So let me, let me just throw this out there. And Elijah, how about we do it this way? Uh, She's still out to Don't worry about those pictures. So anyway. So throughout the teaching, uh, I think we have what, like six or eight pictures? They're going to see the pictures and they're not going to be paying attention. So just throw one up at a time. When I say picture, throw one up. (laughs) uh, 
I, I, I must have been like... Ladies and gentlemen, uh, your pastor. I'm probably like 15 or 16 years old there, so... No, oh my gosh. that was way longer than 21 years ago. Huh? That was way longer than 21 years ago. Right? It was what? Longer than 21 years ago. Like oh, what age? I was, was I was probably 16 years old, exactly. maybe there. Exactly. Yeah. But can I say this now? Um, Go ahead. So we'll, we'll anytime I say the word, I'm not going to say it yet. We'll throw up a picture. I, don't throw one up. Okay. So listen, you guys. Joe's talking about honoring people, and he read that definition. Where's it at here? Um, that to esteem, to pay, uh, high estimation, respect consider, revere, um, all those things. And you, you might be thinking right now, man, there are people in my life, in my world, that I literally cannot do that because like they're, everything I know about them isn't worthy of respect or honor. But here's the thing, you know, one of the words, um, in honor is the word to admire. And the word admire means to search for the wonder. In other words, I'm going to search for what's wonderful about you. Because there are no expendable or disposable people. So maybe right here and now, I can't look at your behavior, your lifestyle, your, you know, um, track record or your, what is it, your reputation and say there's anything really worth honoring. But you know what I'm going to do? The way I'm going to honor you is I'm going to search for what's wonderful about you because there is something wonderful in each one of us. And let me tell you this, as far as our um, humanity and those around us that haven't called on the name of Jesus, do you know that Jesus literally died for them in the state they're in? It's, it's not like he switched it on and off how he treated the disciples from how he treated the sinners that he ate with. Jesus remained Jesus everywhere with everyone. He didn't change, put on a different hat, start talking different, acting different, treating people different. He remained Jesus everywhere with everyone. Whether they deserve to be in his presence or not, he died for each one. He saw the wonder in them and valued them. So honor, and I'm gonna say this a couple times throughout the night, honor is a currency of heaven. You know when the angels and the elders gather around the throne in Revelations 4 and it says, be glory and honor and power unto you forever and ever. Amen. It's not just angels and beings. It's the elders. It's people. How do, why do we sing songs that say, we honor you, Lord. We glorify you. We magnify. Be all power and authority. We give you honor. How can we give something to someone we don't have? Listen, the honor that's been given to us is from heaven. It is from his heart. It is from Jesus himself. When he shed his blood, he honored humanity and he gave us. The Bible says if he gave his only son, he'll give us everything. He gave us the honor that we honor him with. So don't tell me you can't honor those around you. 
We have that same honor within us. And it, and it opens up the door for those around you that maybe aren't acting honorably. <laughs> and in spite of you being the judge, no. We say, I admire and I'm going to look for the wonder in you. Pull it out of you. I'm going to look for greatness because I know there's greatness in you. I'm going to look for the value because I know you've, you are valuable. Does that make sense? All right. So good. Isaiah 29, 13. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly through this one because I want to get to Romans 12. But, and so the Lord says, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules learned by rote. And you know, we can come up with all these rules that we can't even follow or live by ourselves, but then we're expecting our neighbor or somebody else or our spouse to live by rules that we've made up. That's not good, right? Amen. Romans twelve ten from the New Living, and I'm going to read it from the Passion. Love each other with genuine affection. And take delight in honoring each other. You know, I was reminded of this story also in that same machine shop where I took the poster down that everybody in the shop liked. And then, I don't know, it was maybe a year or so later when I, I met Tessa and six months later we were married. But again, I took that thing down because... I was not going back there, and I wasn't going to look at that, but it was about a year after I'd been working there, um, the shop foreman, man, he was as rough as I was pre-Jesus, uh, just just rough, but I, you know, I never... If God would have told me to say something specific, I would have, but I never preached to these guys in there. And I didn't know this until this happened. I'd been there probably a year or so. And on a Monday morning, this, because I had, and I believe this was because I had honored these guys in this shop, regardless of, I, I had not forgotten where I'd came from and the way I was and that I wasn't any different than these guys, even though I'd been walking with the Lord for four or five years at that point. I still, still remember where I came from. Honor all people. So I never preach to these guys. Every once in a while, one of them might walk up and ask me a question. And on, on, on our lunch break, our breaks, on our lunch break especially, I would just go out to my car and have lunch. And I, I, I would hear some of the things these guys are saying and talking about girls, whatever, you know, just doing what unsafe people do. But not church people though, right? So anyway... On a Monday morning, I'm standing there at my engine lay doing my thing, and the shop foreman walks up to me, and he says to me, they knew that I was a Christian. There was one other guy in that shop that, that knew me that kind of told those guys I could run an engine lathe, and he's the one that got me in there. But um, he proceeded to tell me, he said, we knew you were a Christian, and so we had this meeting with the owner and a few other guys, 
and we discussed whether we wanted you working in the shop or not. I'm like, okay. And, but I could do what they needed, so they decided to hire me. But this is what Mark, his name was Mark. He says, I have watched you from the day you've been in here. And, and he kind of said some things. I never tried to preach to him. I never did this. I never did that. And I had no idea these guys in this shop were watching me. Sorry. He says, last night, I gave my life to Jesus. And had he not been the one telling me this, I wouldn't even have believed it because I knew, I knew this guy after a year. But he said, I gave my life to Jesus. He said, I, I have watched you, and he named off a few things. And, and because I just went in every day, not doing everything perfect, but just honored these guys, talked to them respectfully, even though they would say things to me and use their four-letter words, I knew, man, I, I, at one point in my life, if, if I said five or six words, probably two or three of them were four-letter words. Who was I to judge anybody? Jesus wouldn't have. Jesus would have hung out with those guys just like I did, probably would have did a better job, and just loved them right where they were. And this guy went from death to life one night, and I never condemned him. I never preached him one single time. I just tried to be Jesus to them. Just the world needs to see this, to honor people. Was, was I going to hang out with this guy every evening after work? Nope. We had zero in common before that. But you can still honor people. You can still know they were created in God's image and he loves them just as much as he loves you, even if they've not received Christ. Can we have a picture? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, it makes me nervous. I don't know which one. <laughs> I'm going to read from the Passion, the Romans 12, 10. <laughs> wow, that must have been like when we first met. I'm not even sure if we were married. Do you see a ring? I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but look at that goatee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Sometimes I did have a goatee. Yeah, I forgive you. <laughs> okay. Romans 12, 10, from the Passion, be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family. Try to outdo yourselves. I love this. This says, this is written to the church. It's like, Paul, yeah, Romans, Paul saw issues in the church. Still some, maybe, every once in a while. Anyway, try to outdo yourselves in respect and honor of one another. Like, like go out of your way to honor your brother and sister in Christ, even if you don't think they're living as holy as you are. And maybe they're not, but we're not their judge. Amen. You're laughing, so I thought, you know. <laughs> but we're not their judge, right? right. Honor all 
people. So here's, a, here's kind of another angle to look at this, the word honor. And this could go for your spouse, somebody, your boss, like somebody in authority over you. Um, it, could, it could relate in many areas of life. If you, listen to this, if you don't have to do something toward, I'm gonna use me, example, for me for an example. If you don't have to do something toward me, what motivates you? Or if I don't have the power to punish or to give some sort of consequence, why would you still choose to honor me? You know, true honor actually happens, again, the heart of Jesus. Like, again, if I don't have some means or way to punish or bring a consequence in your life, but yet you've chose to serve or to honor in a way or to, to be, a be a blessing to my life, what is your motivation behind that? Like, I want to think about all the relationships you're in. Think about your job. Think about your marriage, your friendships. What motivates you truly to honor the people around you? Those in authority above you, but even those, your peers. What motivates you to show up and say, I'm going to do something to bless that person. I'm going to do something to serve in spite of anything else, just to honor, just to serve. I want you to think about that question. I think that could be a wake-up call for a lot of us. Like, why do you honor and serve and bless people that God has placed in your sphere? Is it to get something? Is it to be someone what is your motivation? Is it simply, again, let's go back to find the wonder, the value in someone expecting nothing in return? Man, that's real honor. Again, the currency of heaven. Wow. That's good. Let's look at John 12, 26. This, I, I mean, I've read the scripture so many times, but... I never saw it like this until, you know, putting this message together. Anyone who wants to serve me, this is Jesus speaking, must follow me because my servants must be where I am. And the Father will honor anyone who serves me. I'm like, God, I, I know he loves me, but honors me. Like, that, I, I was just taken back. And the Father will honor anyone who serves me. How many of you want God to honor you? That's, that's amazing. And serving Jesus, doing, doing what he's asking you to do. He doesn't always ask me to do things. Sometimes he talks to me like I talk to somebody else sometimes where I know they need to do something, so I just tell them, and God just tells me sometimes. <laughs> but man, just to think of 
God Almighty, the creator of the universe, honors me for serving others. Yeah. It's just, it's, so one thing we can clearly see through the scriptures is that honor does not only benefit those we are honoring, but it has benefits for us as well. God honors us for honoring others. And you know, whatever we're doing, it, it all comes back to planting seeds and reaping a harvest. And by honoring people, you're planting seeds that I believe you're going to reap a harvest from of other people honoring you back. And man, we, what, a, what a great example for the world. And for us just treating each other kindly, treating each other with respect, honoring one another, like actually getting along. <laughs> the church getting along, praise the Lord. <laughs> and, and Freedom Church getting along with another church and another church and a denomination. And, you know, we spent three years at Woodland Life Center, a Nazarene church. And man, that, that pastor, he's not there anymore, but that pastor just loved us. But man, we would go, we, we honored them. We honored that pastor and the people in that church. And we were so blessed. Honor all people. Picture. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I remember that necklace. <laughs> I don't know if we were, I don't think we were married yet, were we? <laughs> That's our engagement picture. One of them. You he know, had a long and, hair, she, shaved the sides, ponytail she, in the back. Yeah, you, she didn't honor the, me. You'll so see the ponytail. In, in August of 2001, we got married. In December of 2001, I woke up and my ponytail was in a bag, and both of my ears are pierced, and my earrings were in the bag with the ponytail. So. Totally lying from the stage. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, I didn't say picture. Oh, you wanted to see the ponytail. There it is. It's yeah. It was way longer uh, than that though. One time. Oh, look at the little butterflies yeah, I, in my I, hair. I was cutting it shorter and shorter before we met. You know, because I was, I was just I was getting tired of it. So <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Man, and uh, 10 years of drag racing and building cars and engines and stuff, man, that thing was in the way all the time anyway. I'd pull that thing all the time. R roll over, you know, you're rolling under your car and you're on the creeper and it, you roll a wheel over it. Oh, man. That, so I was just getting tired of it. Anyway, honor one another. <laughs> I'm honoring you, babe. Those are honoring pictures. Okay. Where were we? You've got me lost. Proverbs 21, okay. 21. Proverbs 21, 21. You know, church should be fun. That's, that's one of our hashtags. Jesus, man, I guarantee you, he, he was a blast to hang out with, and, yep. and he still is. I mean, I <laughs> hang out with him all the time, right? But I'm talking, even, even back then when he, he was, yeah, he, he turned the world upside down and caused people to, to think differently, but I guarantee you, he was just a blast yes. to be around, so... Proverbs 21, 21, whoever pursues righteousness and unfailing love will find life, righteousness, and honor. From, uh, I want to look at 29, 23 from the Passion, Proverbs, yeah. Lift, lift yourself up with pride 
and you'll soon be brought low. But a meek and humble spirit will add to you, to your honor. Man, nobody, nobody wants to hear how you can do everything better than they can, right? Even if you can, I mean, <laughs> humility. Man, we got to stay humble, honoring others, regardless if we can do something better than them. It doesn't make us better than them. Right. Honor them. Help them. You ever thought about helping them? Maybe, maybe, maybe they want to do something that you do, and they want to do it as well as you do, and so you're going to honor them and help them, not think less of them. Be, be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet. No, okay, so on that note... Right. Um, Am I allowed Proverbs, to do that up here? Is yeah. Andrew is Andrew going to see that? <laughs> Proverbs twenty nine twenty three. Let's read that again. L- lift yourself up with pride, and you'll soon be brought low. But a meek and humble spirit will add to your honor. And I was thinking about. Let's be honest. How many of us know people in our lives that are kind of prideful? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got hands raised. Okay. We won't ask them who. But, or how many of us know people in our lives that are selfish or rude or, oh, we got more hands, yeah. Or just straight up uh, hard to be around. (laughs) Does anybody know anybody like that? I don't. No, but listen, I, I wanna give another example here. I wrote this in my phone. Here's why it's so important to honor others whether they deserve it or not. Because I will never allow someone else's behavior or actions to dictate my behavior or actions toward them. Someone else's character defects are not gonna determine how I behave toward them. Because here's why, when I honor someone regardless, it's like a supernatural exchange that happens when I'm dealing in that currency of heaven. Did you hear that? Uh, Okay, because when I honor someone regardless, it's like a supernatural exchange happens that I'm dealing in the currency of heaven. Here's what happens, again, we're talking about honor. Whether someone literally acts like, you know, the coolest person you know, so you just, it's so easy for you to honor them in, in ways and in your, in your language and your behavior. But what about those around us? And this will preach in a marriage, in a friendship, in a dating relationship with your coworkers and your bosses. What the way they act towards you should never determine the way you treat them. And there is something supernatural that happens when instead of walking in that room and being the judge on the throne that's about to bring down the hammer and deal with that speck in their eye instead of the log in yours, okay, we'll move on. But it's about to deal with something because you feel justified and self-righteous because they have not behaved properly. But again, when you take a step back and say, my brother, my sister, a child of God who Jesus died for, 
I'm going to stop and I'm going to look for, I'm going to bring out greatness in them. I'm going to look for wonder, what's wonderful about them. It may not be the way they're acting right now. It may not be what they said or did to me that I've, a friend of mine told me about, but I'm going to approach this differently and I'm still going to walk in honor and respect. Do you know what else that does? Is it places their heart and life in the Father's hands, not in yours. So the Father, we know, wants them to come to know Jesus, wants them to come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ. And when you are operating in that currency of honor and love and respect, whether they are prideful or arrogant or deserve it, you are laying them at the feet of Jesus for the Father to be at work in them. It's so beautiful. So good. Amen. Picture. Thank you. All right, you guys are loving oh. this. Hey, I still have that ring right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So when a person serves you, whether at a business or a restaurant, make a point to be overly courteous to them. You know, I don't care if you're making a million dollars a year. When you walk into a restaurant, whoever is serving you, they're just as valuable as you are. And especially if after you get done, you're going to leave them a Jesus card and no tip. Oh, please. (laughs) Tell them thank you. Be sweet to them. You know, I don't know if I can say this or not. Uh, you know, they're they're back there making your food and and they're going to serve it. I, you know, anyway, <laughs> you don't know what they're doing. I mean, uh, be really sweet to them. I'll just say that. <laughs> That's kind of scary thing about. It. Anyway, man, you know we've 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 got so much of the time. I've been in a restaurant before where a waiter either wasn't friendly or maybe even a little bit rude. I still, if I still give them a big tip, but the, but the deal is this is we got to think about this. First off, God said it's a command, honor all people. But the other thing is this, you just don't know what somebody's going through sometimes. And maybe they don't even know Jesus and, and a good friend of theirs has just died or, or you, just, you just don't know. Maybe they weren't able to make their house payment or their rent payment or something. Their car broke down and they had to spend their money fixing their car or something. Again, you just don't know what someone's gone through or is going through. And... That could give you an opportunity if you're being nice to them and striking up a little bit of conversation each time with them. That could give you an opportunity possibly to minister to them. You just, you just don't know. But, but if, you're, if you're ignoring them or being rude back to them and, and not having any kind of conversation with them and God's up there going, hello, I I, I need you to share 
my word with them. I need you to pray for them. There's going to be an opportunity given if you would act like Jesus. If you would honor them, regardless of the way they're acting or, or talking or not doing their job well. Tell them thank you for serving you. Offer them some encouragement and a smile. If you're over a department in the church, <laughs> single out the people who serve you. Thank them. This is showing them honor. And man, I'm not saying I've got this figured out. There's probably some of you going, you've never said thank you to me. I am so sorry. I, I try to walk around and just find people, give people hugs, say thank you to them. You know, yes, you are serving Tess and I, but ultimately it's God. But I, I'm telling you, we try to let you guys know how thankful we are because we cannot make this happen without those of you that are serving and and doing everything that you do. So I'm just saying right now, thank you so much. We cannot do this without you. Amen. Thank you all so much. You can write a note to those who minister to your kids, bring a gift to your small group leader, email the worship director. She's down there. Her name's Chandler. You can you can come up and tell her thank you after the service. Tell them you were blessed during the worship. You know, man, I I I don't like I can't sing or play an instrument, and I don't know everything that goes into this. But after after twenty one years of seeing a lot of the things that go into this. Whoa, these guys are, these guys are, they make this look so easy. Show up at three o'clock when they're putting all this stuff together and watch everything that they do before they make it look easy. It requires so much effort if you want to do it right. I mean, aren't you thankful that (laughs) they don't show up at 5.55, jump up on the stage, wonder if everything's plugged in, wonder if they know their lyrics, wonder if they know their notes, and they just, oh, whatever. Aren't you thankful? These guys, they work so hard. And, you know, they're they're gifted by God, but, but we still have to work. We still have to, it still takes effort, right? Ah, for those of you that have kids, you know, a lot of, a lot of people have to take their kids to babysitters or, or daycares, whatever, man, a nursery. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Man, aren't you thankful that you can leave your kids here or at the daycare, wherever it is? Aren't you so thankful that you know that you can drop them off and then you show back up eight hours later or whatever it is, and you know your kids, your kid has or kids have been taken care of? Tell those people thank you. Let them know. I, I mean, a lot of people probably feel like they're watching kids, and and somebody else is making movies or something, and they feel less than. And it's like, no, what they are doing is so, so, so unbelievably important. Yeah, they get paid a certain amount, but to know that your kids are well taken care of, that's priceless, absolutely priceless. So good. Find out their names, learn their birthdays, bring them gift cards, handwritten thank you notes. Everybody likes a, a thank you note. Psalm 22, 20, well, I think. 
Anyway, praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. Our culture tends to treat God as common. I get this from the machine shops, I think, probably. Some have become too familiar with him, so to speak. We refer to him as the man upstairs or the big guy. The big guy in the sky. The big guy in the sky. Does that make God not mad? I, no. God's, God's not, he is not upset at all. He poured his wrath out on Christ on the cross, but God Almighty, come on, man. We need to honor him. There is a, there is a fear of God that we need to have as in a, a reverence, as in a respect and honor. It's, we're not afraid he's going to do something to us. He's not. If you're afraid he's going to do something to you, I promise you he isn't. Not, it, not bad, he, but he wants to love on you. He wants to bless you. He wants to do good things for you, okay? Amen. Proverbs. Picture. <laughs> Say it again. Picture. How many do you have? <laughs> I didn't even know her. I, I'm not sure how old she is there. Okay, Young. yeah, that's, can we have another one of like him and me? <laughs> She makes me look so good. Thank the you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. You can't hear me up here. Proverbs There's, nineteen twenty three. Fear of the Lord leads to life, bringing security and protection from harm. And I, I, I just talked about that. But He is the righteous one who shed His blood so that we would live. We have to stop treating God as common or ordinary. You know, spend time with God daily. Love on Him. Let Him love on you. But just remember, man, He is God. Jesus is the soon-to-return, ruling, reigning King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega. And when He returns, Revelation 19 15 through 16, from his mouth, this is, this is our Jesus, right? From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. Verse 16, on his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Not the big man upstairs we serve man I mean Jesus died for us like go back and read you know Matthew Mark Luke and John sometimes just to to remind yourself of what he went through for each and every one of us the pain, I, we, you and I, we can't even imagine the pain. I mean, it'd be one thing to, to be nailed to a cross. I, I couldn't imagine the pain, but to take on our, our sin, all the all, all sickness, all everything, that is unimaginable what he did for us. And we need to live a life honoring him, honoring one another, and having a... Um, 
again, a, a reverential fear of this King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And when he asks you or tells you, Joe, to do something, no is never an option. It's not an option. Stop thinking no is an option. It's not an option. Nobody in here, but maybe somebody on the live stream. When we're able to see him as he is, we'll honor others, not because we want to be good, but because we want to honor God. We're no longer common or ordinary after becoming a Christ follower. If you're a Christian, what makes you valuable is you are a child of the Most High God. And because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, our only response is to do something with our lives that honors him. We Praise have a song playing Lord. over here. That's fun. So, right, you're um, better at closing than I am. Go ahead. Yeah, one thing. I'm going to read this um, last How, how many point. of you, you got out of this, we need to honor one another? Yeah. Honor right. God, honor one another. All, right. All men, it says. So again, I'm gonna, I, I knew I wanted to repeat this more than once. Honor comes right out of heaven. If you don't know how to honor, you're not going to be able to bring heaven to earth in this capacity because honor is a currency of heaven. It's like a transfer of dignity and value that Christ has placed on my life being extended and your life being extended to others whether they deserve it or not. Here's the last point. It's actually what the Father did with us. He made us, listen to this, oh, co-laborers with Christ. He made us royalty in the family of God, sons and daughters of the King, which made us powerful and responsible. When we had done nothing yet to earn or deserve it. The Bible says, while we were yet what? Sinners. Christ died for us. Now, I wanted to end with this thought because somebody out there online might be thinking, you're basically telling me no matter how somebody lives their life or acts where I'm supposed to honor and it's like you're condoning or putting a stamp of approval on the way they live their life. No, that is not what I'm saying. Let me bring this all together. The Bible says if you find your brother or sister in a sin, restore them with a spirit of mercy and grace and humility. And the Bible also says that a true friend will correct. So, but how much easier is it for a brother or a friend to receive that correction or that restoration when we come with the spirit of honor? for their life and the value that God has placed on them. Do you think they're going to listen to you better if you raise your voice and demean them and in judgment condemn them? Is that going to help anyone? Would that help me? No. Would that help you? But if you come to that friend or that brother or sister and say, oh, man, I know who you really are and that's not you. And I know how Christ made you in his image and likeness if it's an unbeliever. And so I know this behavior is not you. Let me tell you who you really are. Because I want to see the wonder of your life brought to the surface. What God can do, again, that supernatural exchange 
when we honor one another, when we honor those in authority, when we honor our parents, again, whether they've earned it or not. I'm gonna tell you something about maybe young people in here and, and somebody that's watching. The, the honoring your father and mother is the first commandment that was ever given in the word that had a reward, long life with it. And it's never too late to start honoring mom and dad, brothers and sisters. I don't care how old they are, what they, where they're at in life, what's going on. Maybe they've made a ton of mistakes. But if you honor them out of a spirit of grace and humility that just says, Mom and Dad, thank you for, thank you for giving me life. Thank you for raising me the best way you knew how. Thank you for, um, you know, maybe they helped you with college or maybe they bought your first car or I don't know. Find the wonder in them and honor them with that. Do you know what that will do for your life in future? First of all, you'll live a long life, healthy and blessed. But when you honor their legacy, because see, that's you, you are going to be honored and leave a legacy as well. You will reap that again. Don't let their good or bad behavior make you say or do something that where you walk out of that currency of honor and love from heaven itself. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. If this message blessed you, please subscribe and share this with a friend. You can tune back in next week for another great message from Freedom Church. 